Would you open God's precious holy word to 1 Kings 16? We'd come to verse 29 and we're going to go through the first verse in chapter 17. And we're, as I said last time, we're in a portion that's a lengthy portion that deals uh, mainly with the northern kingdom. And we're coming to a part here that deals with, uh, they all deal with characters, but as, as much as the settings around the scriptures, uh, we're getting into some real interesting and really great character studies here. Uh, so with that in mind, let's look at this. Ahab, Jezebel, and Elijah. I have the son of Omri. Now remember Omri, it was said of him last time, I guess, when we studied Omri uh, last week, that he had done evil more than, than all of the kings before him. So he was, and, and Jeroboam started him off in a really bad state with his sin and with his idolatry and permissiveness toward the people. But note what it says about Ahab here. He ruled over Israel, the northern kingdom. In the 38th year of Asa, the king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Omri, ruled over Israel and Samaria 22 years. Now look at this. Ahab did that which was evil in the eyes of Yahweh more than all before him. So he he tops Omri, his father, for evil. That word, remember, comes from a root that's translated evil that means adversity or adversary. The teaching being in that word, especially as it applies to these kings, because of their evil... They are consciously adversaries of Yahweh. There's, um, you know, in our, in our nation today, we have, we have a lot of complaints and so forth about open borders or whatever you want to call it, where apparently, and I haven't been there to investigate, but I, I just believe everything I see on YouTube, don't you? And I believe everything I see on the news, so... So uh, there are these hundreds and thousands of people just coming up and whatever is in their lives, they're bringing it with them into this country. Um, it could be disease. Maybe it's evangelism. <laughs> That's like, and I have beach, beachfront property for sale, right? They bringing, they're bringing what, drugs, cartels? They're, maybe they're bringing from the Middle East uh, a hard line to a false religion. There's no telling what's coming. This is what was happening in Israel. People were being openly allowed against the law of Moses to culturally introduce strange doctrines, strange beliefs into the people's minds. Plus they were 
they would bring, and they were better representatives of their religion than the, the Israelites in the northern kingdom were of their religion. So they were bringing all of this in, and it met with, with eyes of pleasure because of what was involved in the worship of these false gods, these idols. I've talked about that a lot. I'll probably mention it again here. They were bringing anti-Torah, anti-law of God lifestyles, blatant false religion, and worship of false gods, idolatry, graven images, you name it. They were bringing this into the land and the kings didn't do anything about it. Matter of fact, they were getting... They were getting to enjoy it, as we'll see here, especially in the life of Ahab. The God that was being worshipped here and, and being just introduced so happily and freely and being freely accepted among the Israelites in the northern kingdom was Baal, Baal, Baal. His consort, the mother god, was Ashtarah, Ashtarah. Some say Ashtarah. Boy, there are about two dozen names that are given uh, to the same female Canaanite goddess. The religion, and really, if you if you study if you study false religions very much in, in the in the the studies that have been made of them, you'll see that there's a there's a a big part of those religions, especially the Canaanite religions in the Old Testament, were based on, and this is where Baal Baal, this is where this is where he is seen as supreme among the Canaanites and sadly among the Israelites because they worshiped him. He was seen as the chief god of weather and sunlight and pro productivity from the soil, seeds being germinated and uh, fertility was at the was at the core of the whole thing. People, of course, the economy was different then. They didn't have money like we have it, didn't have banking system, whatever. But they really depended on uh, crops and flocks and herds. Those things were like money. So people were considered to really be prosperous if they had a, a, a really good crop, well, obviously they depended upon good weather, a, a fair amount of sunshine as well as rain. Uh, they depended upon good soil where the soil would receive the seed, everything would germinate, they'd produce forth uh, through the fertility of all of it, uh, the, the crops.
Now to celebrate that, Baal, when he was seen as the god of uh, productivity, and Ashta, when she was seen as the goddess of productivity, to celebrate that in worship, um, the people gave themselves over to um, terrible uh, sexually perverted behavior. You'll read, some, you'll read things about the trees and the groves and those kinds of things. Much of the time, prostitutes would be found in those groves. And so you'd, you'd go there to worship. Uh, but it was just horrible. It was terrible. And the people were being led more deeply into this. And so people started building groves and they would build poles. The poles, the stacking up of the rocks was to represent the presence of Astra, the goddess, the fertility goddess. Um, altars were built to Baal. And then in the groves, uh, it was like a brothel, only in a so-called religious sense. And this is where people would go and in some kind of demented state of mind would believe that they were engaging in a worship, an act of worship that was pleasing to Baal. And according to the Canaanites and, and so forth, it was. It would have been, except it's a false god. The whole thing is demonic, as we know. Now, Omri, Jeroboam, let that stuff in. He was the first king of the northern kingdom. And we saw last time how he didn't, the king, the next king, and see, you know, he did not stop the sins that Jeroboam brought into Israel that he introduced. So the king had the authority to turn this thing around. All he had to do was shut up his borders and tell his people that they were going to observe the law of Moses. And to observe the law of Moses meant that people would have been stoned to death. Uh, all kind of bad things would have happened to people who would have done those things that they were doing. But he neither observed the law, nor did he stop foreign the influence of foreign cultures and religions coming into the land it eventually led to the destruction of the people and the subtraction of that northern kingdom such that they were never a nation again and they just disappeared as well as the people for the most part who who populated it ahab now is the king in israel and of all things that could be said, it says, he did that which was evil in the eyes of Yahweh more than all who were before him. So he's the worst one. He's deeply involved in this, in this false worship, this, these false religions, the worship of false gods. So much so that it was a trivial thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam. He thought it was cool. It's cool, trivial, and no big deal. 
Like my daddy used to say, people are on a roller, ho- roller coaster to hell. They're screaming and enjoying themselves and not realizing that that roller coaster is taking them right into the lake of fire. So it was a trivial thing, not a big deal to him. To walk in the sins, the son of uh, the, the sins the son, uh, of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and he Ahab took as a wife Jezebel. Now you'll see the name of Baal in her name, the daughter of Etbaal. You see Baal's name in his name. Now he was a he was a priest of Baal, and Jezebel was a priestess. Of Baal. So, I mean, this is her religion. She is a missionary for Baal worship. That's what her life is all about. And this open door is given to her such that she even marries the king. And together, they really kind of force this thing on people. This terrible worship. That develops in the story that goes in the next weeks as we look at it. The daughter of Etbaal, the king of the Zidonians, and he went and worshiped the Baal and prostrated himself to him. Now, when, the, when, the, when there's a definite article in front of Baal, it means that there was more than one kind of Baal that he worshiped. So, this guy, Ephbal, uh, he worshiped all of them. But there was a chief one who was the father of all of them. There's a story about Ashtarim, Ashtarat, ever how you want to look at it, the way it's, as it said here, Ashtarat, Asherah, Asherah. She had, according to the Ugaritic writings, she had 70 children. And uh, mother expected to be worshipped, and she also expected her children to be worshipped. Mother and child worship, both seen as deity. In the historical writings, she had 70 of these children, and then there was jealousy, and there was all kind of contention, but who cares? It's not in the Bible. It's just kind of strange reading. It goes back according to the book entitled The Two Babylons. It goes back to Semiramis, the who in recorded history in ancient writings, it's not in the Bible, but she was the, uh, apparently, the wife of Nimrod. Now, Nimrod is in the Bible. He's in Genesis chapter 10, and he leads the rebellion uh, of the Tower of Babel. And he's a type of the Antichrist in the Old Testament, Nimrod. According to the ancient writings, Simonimus was was his wife, and while he was out, he was known as a mighty hunter, which to kill beasts and to protect his people and to feed them. And so that was a big deal in that ancient economy. King Nimrod was on one of his trips and uh, 
Semiramis was impregnated by a sunbeam. <laughs> he also bought some oceanfront property. Um, and this son would be the one, this is the, this is the impregnation of the virgin. This is the woman who, without a man, possesses seed which is born and according to the ancient writings and compared by Hislop, Hislop Alexander Hislop, the author of the two Babylons. This is an old book that he wrote, but he did a lot of research in that area a couple of hundred years ago. And this was the same, her virgin born child was the one who would become known as Baal, 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 the chief of all of them. And together they instigated the world's first mother and child worship. Virgin and divine child. Virgin mother, divine child. Now, this is the kind of thing that comes along here and is part of the background of Baal uh, and the worship to Baal. All right, so he went and worshiped the Baal and prostrated himself to him. And he erected an altar to Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. So the, the, the king is, is building temples when the temple of Yahweh is in Judah, the southern kingdom. He's building something to rival that so that the people won't feel drawn to go back and worship the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob according to the law of Moses. To rival that, and it's, it's a lot different because it's, a, it's an earthen, worldly, so-called pleasurable uh, kind of worship. It, in, it engages in terrible activities. So he builds an altar to him in the house of Baal, which he built. So he built a temple for him. Ahab made the Asherah. And Ahab did more to anger Yahweh the, uh, Yahweh, the God of Israel, than all of the kings who had preceded him. I mean, he's building altars. He's leading worship to Baal. Jezebel is there right beside him. And she is, a, as we're going to see it develop over the next week, she is a very strong-willed and mean-hearted person. So they are, they are more or less acting as missionaries or emissaries of, of Baal. Ahab and Jezebel. She, a priestess, knows exactly uh, what the people are to do with regard to the worship of this false god. And he made the Asherah, so he built poles and groves that go along with it where temple prostitution took place. And he angers 
Yahweh, the God of Israel, more than all of the kings of Israel who had preceded him. He's the worst of the bunch. During his days, he held a Bethelite, built Jericho with Abiram, his firstborn. He laid its foundation and with Seguv, his youngest son, he set up its gates according to the word of Yahweh that he had spoken through Joshua, the son of Nun. Now that, that's something that we studied earlier that we studied in Joshua. But uh, it was during Ahab's days that, that this city uh, was built. Now, the people are collapsing wholesale into this uh, strange worship, this idolatry. False god, false goddess, mother and child worship, altars and a temple erected for Baal and Asherah. And groves, it was a popular thing for people who were landowners to give a portion of their land over to these groves, these trees. It's, it's a story to itself, but these, these trees had, had, their own, had their own part of, of the worship, this place where people would go and assemble. So when it says that he was developing the Asharia, it means that he was apparently, along with Jezebel, showing people how to build it and then what to do and how to do it when you built it and why it was important. The, the nation at this point had succumbed to darkness unlike at any other time. It said so. He was worse than all of them. Unlike at any other time in the history of the people of the northern kingdom or in the history of the people at all. This was a terrible, terrible time when this nation spiraled down, downward into this degenerate lifestyle that had consumed every village and every city, homes, across the land and more and more this uh, perverted so-called worship was gripping the hearts of the people and they were led in that worship by Ahab and Jezebel. Now, how do you correct this? Well, here's how God did it. Elijah, God knew him, knew where he was, the Tishbite of the settlers of Gilead. God knew who he was, where he was. God moved him so that he did something. He confronted Ahab. He said to Ahab, he found him and he confronted him. Nobody else would, but Elijah did. As Yahweh, the God of Israel. Now notice, he makes the point. Israel's God is Yahweh. 
He is not Baal. There is no Asharim or Asharia. There is none of that stuff. It's false. There's one living God, Yahweh. He is the God of Israel. And I serve him whom I serve as Yahweh, the God of Israel, whom I serve lives. Baal wasn't alive. They were making a big deal. I've seen archaeological discoveries of, they called them poles. They weren't really poles. They were just big rocks kind of stacked up on each other. And this was a centerpiece of worship. This was supposed to be Ashtara. This was supposed to be the supreme goddess, the, 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 the mother of heaven. And they've uncovered these things and people just find them some big river rock kind of things and stack them up and make a, make a center of worship out of it and plant groves so that they could carry on in their worship. Well, that's dead. Those rocks are dead. The altars of Baal are dead. Baal is dead. He didn't live. He wasn't alive. This was just a demonic influence from hell that had found and gripped the lives of willing people looking for earthen pleasure rather than true worship of the true and living God. Well, Elijah, God emboldens him and strengthens him and sends him out. I serve the living God. Those rocks are dead. Those things don't live. Later on, we'll see a few weeks from now, Elijah makes the point. You call on your God, I'll call on my God. Let's see who sends the fire. Well, that's for another time. As Yahweh, the God of Israel, lives, whom I serve, there will not be any rain during these years or dew, except according to my word. So there's going to be a drought and it's going to keep going until God finally has the attention of everybody. And only Elijah can proclaim the end to the drought. James writes it like this in the New Testament, James 5 and verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. We'll stop there. But the focus now for the next few weeks is on the spiritual battle illustrated in Ahab the king and Elijah the prophet. But for now we'll have our deacon prayer time.